Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, February 22nd, 2023. Today on the Ether, the Asset Mantle AMA, hosted by Frontier Wallet. Let's take a listen. Oh yeah, I can speak now. Uh, sorry for the delay there. I think that, uh, it, uh, it said muted by the host on both mine and the official account. Uh, account. Uh, hey, no, Yash. Hey, hey, Ravinda. Hey, sorry for the delay. Cool, no problem. So shall we get started? Yes, sir. Cool. Uh, good evening, everyone. Uh, good afternoon. Good morning. You know, uh, I'm sure you're all tuning in across the globe. Uh, so this AMA, uh, so we are doing it with Asset Mantle. So Frontier, uh, we, we, we started supporting Asset Mantle a few weeks back. So it's available on our Chrome extension as well as mobile app. Uh, with Asset Mantle support, you can actually you know, say uh, store the tokens, you can stake it on our mobile app and also the NFTs. Uh, I would uh, love to, um, I mean, I, I would love to ask uh, Ravinder to uh, probably talk more about the integration and and uh, about this partnership. Ravindra, over to you. Ravindra, you can, you can speak? Okay, Ravindra is facing same issue that he's unable to unmute himself. Okay. Um. I'm not facing the issue. If you'd like, I can uh, uh, like uh, speak till uh, Ravindra is able to solve. Yeah, they want to please go ahead. Uh, sure, sure. Uh, like uh, uh, to talk uh, very quickly about Asset Mantle. It's a layer one for NFT marketplaces. Uh, built on Cosmos allows creators to uh, deploy their special specific schemas of NFTs and their own NFT decks via few transactions. Uh, with Frontier Wallet, uh, we are able to like give wider access for the Mantle token, which currently is the main token that is utilized on the marketplace to buy and sell NFTs. And um, like uh, recently, uh, we completed the uh like integration and we saw a huge uh, jump up in the number of wallets uh, on the chain as well as the transaction volume uh, the, uh, the frontier wallet holders uh, can now like not only hold the tokens but i think can take their token as well the aprs are currently high supposed to be half this year so all the uh, wallet holders can like uh, very easily uh, like uh, now stake the tokens and enjoy the high APR and have the token be distributed to their wallet. Yeah, that's, that's cool. So Dibash, I would love to hear more about your uh, you know, crypto journey. You've been in the industry for a while. Uh, I think you you were uh, one of the early guys in NFTs. Uh, you know, we would love to hear uh, some of the early stories uh, on how Asset Mantle 
in Sagar Asset Mantle and how the NFT space is shaping up. Absolutely, Ash. Uh, to like uh, start off, uh, was in fintech before and uh, uh, was working on an early stage B2B payments app, learned a lot about uh, payment instrument integration, uh, cross integration between like acquirer, merchant, uh, store, etc. And uh, how the interaction happened. Uh, uh, one of the other responsibilities that I had was performance engineering also, and that triggered the ideology, the thought of how to scale up the TPS uh, on these transactions. Realized that the main bottleneck, you know, why these apps were not scaling up was because of the reconciliation cost, the conversion of like one schema to other, one request and response schema to other itself, the uh, logic in itself itself was uh, like uh, uh, causing a lot of delay. Uh, and that's when I looked towards uh, blockchain at that particular point. I'm talking about 2016-17. The major application of blockchain was just cryptocurrency, the token aspect of it, uh, but saw huge potential because although the TPS was low, there was no reconciliation cost. You can do borderless transaction instantaneously. Unfortunately, at that particular point of time, there were no like real world applications per se. It was all a contained ecosystem of cryptocurrencies and very limited uh, DeFi use cases. So started hunting for like uh, looking uh, out uh, towards businesses, uh, talking to businesses, uh, trying to figure out what could be the real world applications. And uh, uh, also uh, looking at technologies that can allow for like uh, easy application building on top of them. Uh, came across Cosmos at that particular point of time, 2017, 2018. It was very early. It was not even production ready in alpha state. But going through the white paper got totally sold on the idea of internet of blockchain, sovereign, uh, sovereign blockchains interacting with each other and sharing value and messages. And hence pick that tech. Uh, with respect to the use case, uh, problem statement came in touch with the uh, organization from uh, Singapore that was a high seas commodity trading organization that used to trade with like six other uh, uh, high seas commodity traders across Southeast Asia with who did not have an MIS or any way to log their trades. They used to just text each other and based on trust, uh, like uh, execute transaction. Uh, but in case that failed, they would uh, run up into issues uh, when they had to legally follow up on these cases. So they wanted an MIS, which was not mutable by one of these six entities, but like uh, are trusted and uh, still immutable like uh, audited but uh, outside the like scope and purview of the six blockchain seemed to be the perfect use case for it hence build uh, like a high seas commodity trading platform using uh, using cosmos at the back end we used to tokenize these bills that they used to have uh, oceanic bills of lading uh, on chain and also tokenize payments fiat payments that used to come in western union and refunds them on chain and a DEX would allow for escrow exchange and like financing of these. Uh, it was 2019 at that particular point. The, the term uh, like NFTs itself was coined in September 2017. So we were not even exposed to the terminology NFT at that particular point of time. Although what we realized later is that is what we built a cross chain NFT uh, and a DEX for it uh, for this uh, like real world use case. 
uh, we got uh, like recognized by Cosmos uh, over their blocks as the first team in the world to like not only mint but do a cross-chain exchange of NFTs. Uh, since then, have been like a, uh, since it's not a smart contract-based deployment which can be modified on the go. Uh, it's a native implementation that uh, like makes NFTs the first citizen of uh, uh, the chain. Uh, for example, like in Ethereum, the Ether token is the native token, while all the ERC20 tokens sit on top of a smart contract layer. And if you want Ethereum to interact with these ERC20 token, you've got to wrap it. Right. So uh, similarly, all the NFTs are also uh, sitting on smart contract on Ethereum, but there is no native NFT. So we, our implementation uh, natively implements these NFTs and also allows for them to flow through other chain permissionlessly via IBC uh, protocol. So, uh, the, but the issue with that is key. Once you build the schema for it, once you build a native module for it, it is not very modifiable and it kind of becomes like rigid and concrete. So had to research a lot, had to like talk to a lot of projects, had to, uh, like uh, talk to a lot of, uh, different protocol builders to understand how we can build in such a fashion that it can extend into multiple use cases, be flexible enough for multiple use cases while not requiring heavy amount of modification to it. So got grants from ICF Interchain Foundation, which was uh, the organization behind building these protocols like IBC and uh, worked with a couple of like uh, uh, big brain people from uh, W3C, from other projects across like Cosmos, Polkadot, Ethereum ecosystem and uh, like uh, uh, concretize this standard called inter nft in uh, in march of uh, 2021 in march end of 2021 by end of 2021 we had built a poc uh, which like uh, implemented this full scope of the standard and in 2022 we came out of stealth uh, as uh, the project asset mantle so that's been kind of the journey uh, for me and asset mantle yeah, definitely. That's, that's amazing. Uh, I mean, you have picked a very uh, specific use case, which is like NFTs and uh, interoperability is like a big issue, right? So that's that's something everybody is solving for. Uh, cool. Uh, I, I, I let uh, you speak and you know, introduce and, you know, share some of the initial journey of Frontier and also talk about the partnership. Yeah. Finally, like I've been able to like talk. Okay, uh, like I, I had some challenges. Yeah, so my background, okay, like um, um my background is completely in uh, uh, the development world. Okay, I've been a developer for um from 2009. Okay, I've built multiple products. Okay, I've been a I've been an Android developer. I've built I've built blockchain um uh, blockchain products and um. Over the period of time, uh, from mobile development, okay, like since I I was also doing a lot of backend work, okay, um, uh, like a blockchain happened to be very natural transition, like in in 2017, okay, uh, like I the, my first journey into crypto was like like during the ICO boom, like I was writing smart contracts for some of the ICOs. There was a concept of public sale okay uh, public sale crowd sale 
that was a that was a concept way back in 2017 like uh, like the teams you wanted to write smart contracts to do the public sale okay for uh, to to do the to conduct the ICOs that's where i started okay since then um, i've built multiple um, products and uh, my first experience in defi started with instadap i worked there as a cto for uh, uh, for a good amount of time okay like uh, because of my entire journey in mobile development and uh, everything i learned on web3 and defi instadap and my previous experiences i wanted to build something on mobile and defi okay that's when we started working on frontier okay frontier is the uh, um, like the first multi chain uh like mobile wallet okay like there are there are a lot of wallets out there who supports only single ecosystem we were the first one to become a like ecosystem agnostic okay we support evm chains we support cosmos chains we also support solana near aptos all of these ecosystem in one place okay like we we started our first version way back in 2020 okay we have been working on this um, uh, for more than 2 years and um, we recently launched a chrome extension as well because that was one of the uh, major requested feature for um, uh, from our community we finally was able to deliver that browser extension okay in the coming month we are also launching the portfolio manager for the uh, for the multi multiple ecosystems okay that is that is also in works okay in in and regarding the integration with asset mantle okay cosmos ecosystem has been really close uh, uh, to frontier we did um we did we did our first like multi uh, we we were the first one to do cross chain transfer like way back in 2020 itself okay when we did the uh, interchain transaction while when uh, in in the kava blockchain okay like that's that was the first st- um, step like uh, like where we got introduced to cosmos okay like where um in that particular situation we were transferring um like bnb from B- bnb chain bnb cosmos chain to the kava chain okay kava had a cdp module where you can put bnb as a collateral and mint usdx as a stable coin okay this exactly similar to maker dao but they like they they enabled bt um, uh, the binance version of btc and bnb as a collateral so that was our first experience with cosmos ecosystem okay like since then like we have come a long way in cosmos ecosystem and um, nfts happen to be like very natural okay like frontier was one of the first project to support nft nft supports on evm on on like on all the other chains as well okay and when i mean uh, the first wallet meaning like we we kind of started supporting nfts much before the actual nft hype came in like when in the last bull run okay um, um we we were like from day zero we have been supporting not just the image nfts and also we are supporting like um video audio nft all of those nfts in one place in our application so when um when we started working with asset mantle like we started working with them um quite some time back but um uh, like it like it 
it looked like a very win win situation okay like the 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 first thing what we wanted to do is like have a seamless utility for the asset mental ecosystem the the major utility was was the marketplace we are still working on releasing the marketplace in a native interface but we have enabled entire like wallet operations plus staking on on asset mantle in the coming month we will also enable like handling governance also through the through the mobile app and the chrome extension okay like this um with this okay like with all the upcoming upgrades coming in asset mantle we want to support them in a native way yeah i mean that's a uh, one of the unique part of frontier that we are supporting defi and nft uh, under the same wallet right uh, so dipanjo i would uh, i would love to hear uh, your thoughts behind i mean the you have this analogy uh, around shopify right for nfts uh, with asset mantle i mean that's a great analogy i mean when you go and speak to web2 folks um, the first thing that you can pick up is shopify the way they kind of decentralized uh, the amazon business model and uh, how they empowered uh, small businesses or to build their own uh, marketplace or shop and uh, i mean that's a great example for uh, you know decentralization so how how you guys kind of came up with this analogy and how what does it mean and to the uh, uh, normal users like us yeah that's great great uh, uh, line of discussion yes yeah um so like um, if we if we look at like a web2 uh, also uh, so wordpress is utilized to like i was reading the statistics that around like uh, uh, 70 to 80% of the websites hosted websites that are there are all like web wordpress uh, based websites and uh, which does not require the end user to know coding to know uh, like how hosting to know uh, like load balancing rate limiting all of those scenarios it uh, it just requires the end user to know like what content they want to distribute and who are their audience um similarly like shopify enable the same thing like wordpress where you can just sell your uh like uh, um, uh, assets without having any clue about how shipping payments how uh like uh, hosting for your marketplace uh, how uh, like contracts legalities jurisdictions etc work in fact i think it was one of the kardashians only that became a billionaire by like uh, utilizing shopify at one point of time uh, so we wanted to enable something similar uh, for uh, art creators uh, art initially uh, or even like more complex uh, like uh, businesses uh, to that wanted to sell uh, digital uh, products digital assets uh, without having like much idea about how uh like blockchain smart contract gas fees um validators governance etc work um because if you think about it like the easiest ux that is available right now for you to create an nft marketplace if uh, would be let's say ethereum where uh, you if you wanted to create your own you'd have to like deploy smart contract uh, uh, write code for the front end uh, figure out payments figure out uh, gas fees high like uh, like uh, how to manage gas fees and uh, transactions when uh, the uh, uh, traffic on ethereum is high 
which is quite complex and uh, to be very honest like majority of the like businesses kind of uh, shy away from that particular like a set of complexities so our thought process was that uh, a like uh, the uh, the whole end to end process for you to be able to deploy your uh, like marketplace should be totally like a uh, no no code or low code if you wanted some modifications to it so we, we we designed the modules nft modules in such a fashion that even if you wanted to create your own marketplace with a specific uh, metadata set and not only that like capabilities on top of the nfts you just have to like send one transaction uh that the interface to the transaction uh, could be very simple like you do not even have to like interact with complex uh like uh, uh wallets or complex go to complex documentation you just have to like uh, uh check boxes and pick out uh like uh, names for fields and in one transaction you're good to go you have created your own like uh, class of nfts and uh, secondly if you wanted to deploy a dex for it define like what assets would you want that nft or your digital asset to be exchanged against what will the royalties look like uh, what will be the expiry period for uh, like the uh, the uh, like orders made uh, if you would want to attach more complex metadata like delivery uh, delivery options delivery addresses etc that aspect of it you can also do through just one transactions so no 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 contract deployment uh, just simple like two transaction and you're good to go within like 10 to 15 minutes of decision making you are set with your own marketplace so that was the thought process when we pitched uh asset mantle as a shopify for nfts also uh but like uh, uh some folks mistook it and thought that what we meant was uh like uh actual shopify where you build the storefront uh but uh, like we took took that uh like uh uh misunderstanding as kind of a feature request and we like started building a like a, a front storefront builder as well so like from that particular perspective it truly like uh our kind of like shopify for like digital asset vendors from the chain end right up to the uh like a front end end that's good i mean that's uh that's cool i mean how uh, so you said you uh, ended up building this uh, you know you misinterpreted the uh, feedback uh, i mean how how is it going now uh, you know after uh, you started building uh, with the thought um so uh like uh, of course uh, the 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 uh, mantle chain is uh, built in a fashion that there could be like multiple uh, marketplaces multiple vendors that can uh, like build up their uh, like uh, uh, marketplaces and yeah. not interact with anyone else uh, not have any other like payments or nfts uh, uh, like get into their decks etc but also like enable access to these NFTs to secondary marketplace where anyone can come and uh, owners can sell and provide, like uh, get access to all the NFT liquidity out there. Uh, so in that particular uh, like direction, uh, we took it on us to build the first marketplace, uh, which we call Mantle Place. Yes. Uh, 
and in mantle place we took a learning from like uh, all the use cases we had built in the past for very web2 native uh, clientele for example uh, forgot password feature or uh, like um, uh, username password based login uh, uh, fiat payment integration so in the uh, uh, learning from all of those the first uh, like marketplace mantle place we have already built out and shipped uh, there is a web3 version which is kind of like a low code way of building your marketplace so the, the web3 version we have open sourced the code fully and anyone who want and it's covered under apache 2.0 license so anyone who wants to white label that particular solution can just fork off that code and put up their own branding and uh, uh, like build their own marketplace there's a js also which is a little bit higher uh, high, higher on coding uh, where your already existing applications you can integrate with the chains of for example uh, there are two uh, uh, one metaverse one uh, battle royale game that is utilizing that particular library to integrate with the chain uh, uh, the web3 version that i mentioned the open source one there is uh, one ticketing uh, project nftx that is integrating with it that is white labeling it and finally um, um, on top of uh, reiterating again the mantle place the js the like web3 open source uh, marketplace um, the fourth uh, one is mantle builder which is exactly like shopify of course uh, like technically it's a little bit more complex to build and we are still on it it's still work in progress but that's the final piece that will like allow uh, like gradient of uh, adoption uh, to like a digital asset creators. Got it. I think allowing other uh, you know uh, assets and chains is a plus point for you guys. Yeah, this is liquidity. At the end of the yeah. day, it's, yeah. I think uh, two words that I love uh, like learned in Web three: liquidity and UX. The one with the best UX wins. One with the most UX liquidity wins. So, yeah. Yeah. one chain for like most liquid nft decks that's yeah yeah, yeah. So, i mean uh, cosmos uh, being spot on with ibc uh, i mean interoperability uh, challenges and stuff right uh, how is your experience so far uh, you know by building on cosmos uh, and again like pretty focused on your use case nfts uh, we'd love to hear your experience uh, with on building on cosmos chain <laughs> and cosmos ecosystem sorry yeah it's it's been a mixed bag it's okay. been a mixed bag uh there are a bunch of very dedicated very like brilliant developers that are building some very crazy utilities like i'm really appreciative of the core uh team that built out uh tendermint core consensus engine and the sdk uh, uh initially of course it was riddled with bugs uh, even today of course it's an open source piece of code bugs still keep on popping up but it's uh, like fairly easy to understand and build on um the philosophy that cosmos used although language uh, uh like programming language can be like a made to build code that is so obfuscated that without documentation you would not be able to breach the intention of the developer but they built it in as easy manner as possible so that was a breeze um, and then there are builders like confio network that built out a whole utility called cosm wasm 
for free for the ecosystem to utilize. They did not monetize it. They did not build a token around it. So like love builder, like those uh, EVMOS, EVMOS, they built uh, like uh, um, um, uh, uh, Solidity uh, uh, EVM uh, on top of Tendermint. Again, initially free, now they've built a chain. So there are insane amount of builders that are building insane amount of utility. IBC was built out by ICF. So uh, tech-wise, uh, it's a catch-up. It's a game of catch-up for sure. There's a lot of builder building a lot of insane cool stuff that comes out. Uh, with respect to the community and the ecosystem, of course, um, the Luna Terra crash definitely, like you can statistically read out and see that the uh, like engagement, the user engagement, the community engagement has drastically reduced since that particular incident. And investor investor confidence has been reduced as well. Um, there is a lot of uh, infighting in the community, infighting at the like uh, uh, at the uh, like top level of community. Also, that's happening. Those are all the issues that I think have popped up uh, mm -hmm. since the Terra Luna crash yeah. that that has happened. But other than that, I think it's a, it's a, it's it's always a for for builders like us, for people who are very focused towards. Uh, tech and uh, appreciative of uh, like uh, what's built uh, and excited about using new tech. It's a, it's it's been a like a, a very enjoyable journey so far. Yeah, yeah. Uh, listeners, please uh, raise your hands. I can definitely add yours, uh, speaker, and I mean happy to uh, hear your questions and get your answers. Uh, Ravindra, what do you what's your outlook on NFTs uh, in general? I think um, in the last one year or so, okay, like there has been a lot of interest, okay, like in terms of NFTs, okay, um, but that it's still being very speculative in uh, like in terms of like how man like how it is being like portrayed, okay, like the only discussions have been is around around the price and volatility of the NFTs. Okay, but there is there is a real big use case where um, NFTs can have like be it a ticketing for the eventing. Okay, like we ourselves did a entire event through NFTs, which worked out really well. Okay, and um, and like even the even the NFTs and um in in law in, in the entertainment industry itself. Okay, like it's it's very untapped right now. Okay, and also what happened in the last twelve months with NFTs? There is there is too many like subtopics being discussed every now and then. Okay, like with NFTs. Okay, for example, when when the people were discussing NFTs, they also started discussing metaverse. Mm -hmm. Okay, they when the people were discussing NFTs, they also started discussing the gamify. Yeah. Okay, and uh, when when there are so many subtopics, okay, it's very difficult to create an utility for the NFTs. Okay, the, all the discussion would be around the price and the volatility part of it. Okay, like recently, like there has been a really big discussion about Blur, and uh, there is like it it even surpassed the volume of OpenSea. Okay, but all of this volume has come from only 500 um, like big whale traders. Okay, like who have been doing like wash trading. Uh, 
Okay, but right now this is this is at a very early stage of NFTs. Okay, if you think of gamify, NFT plays a really big role in terms of how tooling can be done within the game, how um, how powers can be given within the game, uh, and uh, if you think of a uh, metaverse, like NFTs are a gateway for metaverse. Okay, uh, so these are the these are the real use cases which are yet to be unfolded. Yeah. Okay, like it's it's uh, it's 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 at a very early stage in terms of the utility-based NFTs, but we are definitely going in the right direction. Okay, like Asset Mantle building a native chain with the use case of NFT marketplace was also one of the right decision to make because um, because it's 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 still so early. It's very much untapped. Okay, I was reading I was reading one tweet yesterday okay like to mint one nft like it is costing five cents on in in polygon okay to mint like if you consider that okay like like we it it will cost a lot of money to mint nfts for the for the mainstream adoption in polygon okay when you have a native chain and like with with the low fees and and the even like better infrastructure with a specific use case, like there'll be like better adoption. Yeah. Deepak, what is your outlook on, uh, you know, metaverse and I mean, NFT is being a gateway. Uh, I think doing the bull run, um, of course, NFT played a huge role. Uh, and then there was, uh, of course, a bear market and, you know, there's fall. So what's your outlook uh, in general? Um, so like uh, with respect to NFTs and metaverse, I would say that like I think we have all been all observing the trend that uh, if you go out into a public gathering, you find more and more people immersed into their screens, be it laptop or phones. Like we are living more and more of our lives uh, online and digitally, right? Uh, but at the same time, like. Uh, there is one major ux uh, uh like a difference there is one major ux uh change uh, that needs to happen that people are not even realizing that they they want which is uh kind of to define what uh like ownership would mean in this digital world that they're living in like a uh, majority of the people are living in majority of their waking life right uh you own an account for example, a Twitter account or an Instagram account, and it becomes valuable over a period of time due to the followers and the influence that you gain through it. But tomorrow, um, one of these organizations might decide, these organizations that might be sitting in a different jurisdiction, miles away from you, might decide that there are some content policy that they came up with and you are not uh, compliant with it. And uh, low, uh, the next day, your digital asset ownership is gone and there is nothing you can do about it, right? And in a real world, if someone did that, you would have like rights and law and enforcement and even like a general moral sense would dictate that uh, you fight for your uh, like asset ownership. But in the digital world, it's it's uh, A, almost unenforceable, B, like it's the morality is, the civil sense is still not there. So I think um, like uh, NFTs and uh, metaverse is kind of a step in that direction where we start valuing our like rights and ownership in the like digital world right uh nfts via like smart contracts and uh, chain 
on chain transaction kind of enforce that um, like uh, whatever you do uh, if you own a particular digital asset that ownership is respected right no mm -hmm. no third party can come and uh, like say ki, hey it's, it's just a username password i'm gonna delete it for you tomorrow um, similarly like uh, metaverse is just a step in the direction of like respecting uh, like ownership uh, respecting existence in the digital world with laws and like uh, rights more than uh, more than uh, let's say what a game would give you right uh, the difference between the line between metaverse and a like a digital game is just that like a more respect towards laws more respect towards ownership so i think uh, uh, like uh, that way uh, definitely slowly but steadily uh, we are gonna progress more towards that direction we are gonna progress more towards uh like uh seeing nft or digital asset ownership as real ownership and like uh, uh i can imagine the next generation even the current generation that is coming of age to hold uh like nfts to hold digital assets as like valuable assets of their portfolio that they count towards uh, the net worth uh, and uh, just do not consider it a part of like uh, their hobby or collectible and even the metaverse could become the next big things with respect to like interacting with uh, other individuals uh, yeah. uh, in the uh, digital space. Yeah, that's, that's definitely insightful. Uh, I mean, I've been reading uh, the new uh, YouTube CEO, Neil Mohan, is a big advocate of uh, NFTs and uh, Web3. So what does it mean to uh, the NFT space right now? Like, do you, do you see YouTube doing some stuff on NFT? Um, what's your thoughts yeah i mean i'm not very sure about that but i do remember uh polygon tweeted something around this that they are doing something big with uh youtube and i think i think polygon has kind of captured the like a web 2 giant space with respect to nft at this particular point of time yeah <laughs> but yeah i think uh i'm very sure like uh we are seeing a convergence of all big brands that are uh, like slowly exploring uh, the NFT space. As Ravindra mentioned, uh, we are still too early into the NFT space. We have still not explored the full utility, the full use cases. Uh, just like like uh, initial Web 2 days, Web 1 days, where people did not know what they can do with uh, with internet. And I think um, uh, we we are we are sitting at that particular state itself with with like Web three and NFTs. We are still trying to explore how um, this could integrate into our like daily uh, social interactions. But I'm very sure um, definitely something big is uh, planned from YouTube direction as well. I think uh, uh, royalty shares or I think uh, ownership uh, representations, uh, uh, fan tokens uh access to gate uh token gated access to uh like a content uh restricted content from creators i think those are all use cases that that uh, like all uh content distribution channels might explore very very soon yeah yeah so uh any interesting uh stories or uh insights uh from the data i mean you are building in nft space uh, yeah, even I believe, and it's too early. 
any interesting stories uh, from what what you've been building and what you've been seeing with your users? <laughs> <Or even data? laughs> um, I mean, in terms of uh, like, uh, it's it's a it's a story from within the office itself. Okay. And um, so we had just released the NFT marketplace in December, mm-hmm. right? December mid, and we were very sure that. Uh, there is not going to be a huge amount of traction because uh, like all the uh, like world is uh, kind of occupied with their holiday seasons. Mm-hmm. So we were sitting in office and uh, we were kind of like brainstorming. Uh, we had set a Saturday for uh, like brainstorming what strategies we can utilize to uh, like uh, push NFTs and market NFTs and marketplace better. Um, I was a little late to that hackathon due to, of course, Bangalore traffic, etc. And when I entered the office, I see something very different happening. Instead of brainstorming, the the, the, the team members are just like uh, uh, buying NFT on their own and like uh, being very excitedly discussing with each other. Like this is the one that I got and like being super excited about it. And in that scene, I saw the like sense of virality, the sense of uh like uh, discovery the dopamine that you get from nfts and like i got convinced that even in if, if with these use cases even with collectible and digital uh like art use cases there is a kind of uh like a uh like a variety that uh like buying a blindly buying an nft and like getting exposed to uh like uh nfts and then the dopamine hit that comes from like buying something uh, that is something that uh, like uh, NFTs kind of are uh, like uh, driving the hype wave on, riding the hype wave on. Of course, there will be many more use cases that will come into picture. There will be many more serious use cases that will come into picture. But I think this small sense of happiness, or joy that you uh, drive from like buying something, I think that's that's something that I <laughs> like uh, learned that day <laughs> from from that incident in the office. That's great. That's great. Any, uh, I mean, uh, in terms of the upcoming use cases, uh, like even Ravindra said, so there are so many sub use cases in NFTs. Uh, you know, is there anything that we don't know you would love to share? <laughs> um, so uh, in the past, like, uh, uh, like me being a developer, I think there was this one use case when I like uh, uh, saw people building on it, got uh, quite surprised. So mm-hmm. there's a concept called API managers. So you can buy access to certain APIs and pay for them. And uh, like uh, you, you get a token uh, like uh, or credentials that you utilize to access the API. And um, the number of accesses is counted off of your subscription. And I saw the same implementation, and it's a very like a common implementation. The web web two world utilizes it a lot, a B two B applications a lot. And I saw the same application be built via NFTs, and okay. uh, like uh, that that kind of uh, like opened up my eyes to uh, like even very simple B two B interactions that happen, uh, integrations that happen, how they could be made so much more easier. Because mm-hmm. if you would have experienced it yourself, like uh, uh, any service that you buy, for example, let's say SMS service or email service, or let's say uh, administration system administration, etc. They all come with this like three day process of you requesting a call, getting on a call, negotiating, 
then signing contracts and documents, and then finally getting uh, access to the service. But yeah. via this, like NFT, um, uh, like uh, implementation of buying these services, I think that whole process could be like accelerated. The whole uh, like borderlessness aspect of uh, like uh, 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 people trying to sell stuff and not worrying about jurisdictions and borders i think that 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 will come to forefront with uh like uh, uh selling services as uh like token gated nft uh services no i mean that's definitely a very interesting use case of bub i mean bub space is always hard you know it, it had its own nuances and challenges uh yeah i mean that's quite interesting to know I would, I would like to add one thing like in terms of untapped market, in terms of NFTs, whole NFTs, right? Okay, like especially the uh, the sports and and the entertainment industry is still not explored the potential of NFTs. Okay, this is this is going to be like um, uh, entertainment industry will play a really big big catalyst for NFTs and metaverse. Okay, like let's say like imagine. Okay, like there is a one uh, really good movie which will come in. Okay, there would be an auction. There would be NFTs for that movie. There will be an auctions of those costumes. There will be like a gateway to access that movie teaser on the first, uh, like uh, on the priority basis. All of this is still like, like haven't been tapped. Okay, same goes with the sports industry. Okay, like, like having the fan token thing like which is which is uh which is already like mentioned right fan token um fan token thing uh, fan token has been really like it's already started but what do we do with the fan token okay like can we get access to like take a selfie with the actual uh like star itself okay all of these things will will come in the coming years yeah that's nothing no doubt yeah. I think it, it's just probably early. Uh, I'm sure uh, you know the more players come in, uh, this gonna catch fire. Yeah, Deepak, you're saying something. No, to, to like add on to Ravindra's point, um, like uh, um, uh, uh, provenance was one of the like big. Uh, like uh, use cases that uh, in the initial days of blockchain, a uh, lot of uh, uh, enterprises, uh, they tried to explore it. How can you like uh, attach a provenance certificate mm. to a diamond or how can you attach wow. a provenance certificate to uh, car parts, uh, medicine, etc. Right. And yeah. uh, in fact, if you, if you, if you notice like nowadays, like diamonds and sapphires can be manufactured uh, uh, like in, uh, in factories, but, the ones that are naturally mined, they come with certificate and without those certificates, they are next to worthless because now we can manufacture them, right? Yeah. So I think, uh, and as Rabindra was mentioning, like uh, in movies, you have uh, like uh, costumes or items, equipments. Those are easily replicable uh, in, in cricket matches, for example, uh, like a, a cricket bat or a ball that was utilized in a, a historical moment. Now, all of these, can like uh, get a provenance certificate attached. Real world assets can get a provenance certificate attached, and those certificates could be 
again this uh, thought process maybe represented it as nfts and that that particular aspect is what the certificate that comes along with the provenance certificate that come along with the asset might give it much more value and that could be another whole dimension of exploration the provenance and uh, authenticity certificate uh, uh, dimension that can be explored with nfts that is still untapped yeah yeah uh, listeners, I mean, any questions, please raise hands. Um, you know, so we can get your questions. Cool. So, I mean, as we uh, uh, round out this session, uh, Ravinda, I would love to hear your closing thoughts uh, for this session. That was a lot of discussion, okay, like about NFTs and how the Cosmos ecosystem has evolved and uh, like the future of Asset Mantle, like how they are like building uh, an ecosystem around nfts uh, with, with, by building an l1 i think um everybody should check out frontier like if, if all you guys want to use nfts or um uh, an asset mantle that would be like my closing thoughts cool the bancho absolutely like as i was mentioning in the beginning the uh frontier integration as uh brought on a huge number of new wallets added to the chain and a visible like pump up in the transactions so uh would uh encourage uh the frontier community the frontier users to like kind of check out the marketplace and see if uh, they find anything of interest and of course uh staking aprs are something that might be of interest as well as having coming up this year and the APRs are high, so those two aspects, I guess. Cool. I mean, what's your uh, probably this is asked question. So, what's uh, what's your feedback on a wallet like us? I mean, we are a multi-chain wallet. Um, you know, uh, we feel. I mean, we strongly believe the future of crypto is multi-chain. Uh, so, what's your uh, feedback on wallet like us? So, what what is that we should do to support you know, more chains and you know um, build specifically for some of your use case? Uh, the, the absolutely like uh, uh, so um, those who don't know about cosmos and majority of the people don't know about cosmos and the tokens and how to interact with the chains is because uh, like uh, 90 even today 90 percent of the web3 users are very comfortable with let's say one wallet that they know about for example let's say majority with say metamask or something and that does not work with cosmos the cosmos wallet is kepler and kepler is like very low on features and functionalities and now uh, and and there is no like uh, 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 direct uh, like uh, 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 overlap between these two. There is a set of users that are in Cosmos that use Kepler. There's a set of users in Ethereum that uh, utilize uh, MetaMask, and Kepler has its own set of limited functionalities, and that's what people have learned to li live with. But uh, looking at the Frontier wallet and how like it goes cross-chain, that's 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 what uh, and wallet is something that people once they install and trust they do not want to move away from it they do not want yeah. to like change or build a new one or import their keys into something something new that they don't know about so like people who trust uh like frontier wallet from chain a b or c uh what frontier is enabling is kind of cross pollination like uh, once you have added your keys in now the uh like users get used to the like uh uh uh, 
features functionalities that frontier gives out and uh, they are like much more encouraged to like cross pollinate and check out other chains and ecosystems so that's a big uh, thumbs up that's a big like utility functionality that frontier uh, brings to the table on top of the of course amazing ux and uh, uh, like the web wallet the mobile wallet and the extension it's like the whole like uh, set of functionality the table of functionality is kind of covered cool thank thanks a lot i mean i'll definitely share this with the team the kudos the team uh, who been working on this and building cool so uh, I mean, thanks for joining uh, everybody. Uh, I'm sure, uh, I hope like this was an insightful session. You've got to learn more about NFTs and, you know, uh, heard directly from Ravindra and Dipanshu on what's their outlook. And um, yeah, so cheers, uh, good night, you know, uh, good morning for the guys who are joining, tuning in from other side of the world. Uh, thank you guys. Thanks thank you, for Dipanshu. having us, Amadi. Thanks, thanks Thank you, everybody. Okay, thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Asset Mantle AMA, hosted by Frontier Wallet, recorded on Wednesday, February 22nd, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support there. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions. Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing. I'll aggressive, insane from all directions. Smoke blows in when I start a session. Blink canvas, blaze up the handlers. Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck. Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush. Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers. Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse. But in the universe, I'm just writing some words. Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs. Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded Just another fixed game of try my luck Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up, driver or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor we take A little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling, less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the box came tumbling down I'll humble Feels like we're drowning In a little puddle Rebuttal I should be taking off In the shuttle Getting high in space With the Hubble
Spaces. Spaces.